guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, guys. Morgan here. And this is Megan. And this is Destiny. Bringing you another episode of Joy and Hope. Hope. <laughs> we did it on the first try. <laughs> did you just go like this? I, I was like, <laughs> Anyway, hi guys. Okay, so today I am joined by my lovely neighbors here, Megan and Destiny. And we are so glad that they are going to be a part of this video. Um, we're going to be talking about how your dream job will only ever... Oh, I'm looking over here and just realized the camera's right there. <laughs> Sorry, world. <laughs> Hashtag humility. We're going to be talking about how your dream job will only be that, a dream. Um, but before we get into that, I want to pause and say, if you have not yet subscribed to this channel, please do so right now. Hit the little notification bell as well so you can be alerted every time we come on with some new material. Um <laughs> I'm hoping to hit a thousand subscribers soon um, because that will hopefully allow me to apply to start running ads and stuff and make a little more income that way. Um, and if you have not yet become a patron on Patreon, please consider doing so. My patrons are what make it possible for me to continue giving my life and service to God in this way full time. So thank you all um, for becoming patrons. Those of you who have, I'm at 30 right now. Hoping to hit 50 by next Sunday. <gasps> Wish me luck. Also pray for me. <laughs> thanks and thanks. Um, yeah, so we are going to get into the good stuff in just a second. But first, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Totus tuus Maria ego sum. I'm totally yours, Mary. All right, so... I have to let you guys know, look at her face. I was like looking at her and she's like, are we done? <laughs> okay, gosh, it's so funny. Sometimes you just don't know. I'm going to reset her this too. Okay, something that you guys just have to know before we actually get into what we're going to talk about today. It's hot in here. Real hot. It's really yeah, hot in here. So because we're close. So we start <laughs> Yeah, so fine. this, yeah, it's not sweat. What's it called when girls do it? Glistening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just... Glowing. And I already Glowing. had highlighter she on. Right. So. <laughs> so this is how much we love you guys. <laughs> because we are willing to sit here and sweat. Because we're not turning on the fans or the AC unit in the other room, which literally sounds like a night terror. So yeah. we're just She's we're just sitting <laughs> sitting sweating. I mean glowing. We're glowing with God. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> no foundation necessary. Okay, so before we get started, I'm going to ask Megan and Destiny some fun questions just to get us going. Um, the world is currently still dealing with COVID. So question for both of you, if COVID was not a thing right now and you could go anywhere in the world that you wanted, where would you go and why? Gosh, I mean, I, I love to travel personally. So, I mean, literally anywhere would be great. <laughs> I would love to go to a beach 
quite well, honestly. Megan does love the beach. I love the beach and I'm feeling really pale because I've been inside. <laughs> so I would love to go to the beach. That's my final answer. That's my <laughs> only answer. Um, I've never been out of the country. So I was actually supposed to do that for my birthday. Um, it's in July, so Rona might not still be a thing. Um, and I have been wanting to go to Italy, so. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I want to go to Italy so mad. You already yeah. answered. Be quiet. What part? Of, <laughs> what part of Italy? I'm just kidding. Venice, <laughs> it's it's because it's surrounded by yes. water. Venice, oh, yeah. it's it's sinking. I hear it's sinking. So you got to go sooner go than later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love those answers. Okay, and second question, totally unrelated. What's your favorite cereal? Fruit Loops with marshmallows. <laughs> we just talked about that the other day, but I felt bad because you didn't actually get that answer the f or the question the first time. So even if you answered, I didn't remember your answer because I was mad at you for answering her question the other day. So what's your favorite cereal, Megan? Um, well, here's the truth: I don't really eat cereal ever, but you like, it's true. Megan just Megan had a shake for breakfast. I did. It was it's, lunch. It was delicious. Yeah, plug um, whatever program she's a part of. <laughs> Yeah, message me on Instagram if you want. <laughs> um, but at I, Meg dot Meg dot I'm not putting that on the screen, so y'all just have to remember it. <laughs> um, but I uh, definitely I like like the sugarier cereal if I'm gonna eat it, or something that's gonna be good in like a like a trail mix type of situation. Because I never drink it with no. literally no. any cereal yeah. ever. <laughs> Right, I I know I'm the worst. Listen, I I don't eat it with milk ever, so it just is always dry. So something that's milk. gonna taste good dry. That's hilarious. I love milk personally. All right, <laughs> we'll accept it because we need to move on from that. Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. So those are the fun questions. Good to know you questions. Uh, but yeah, so getting to what we actually want to talk about today. What's what's the whole thing about like dream job and like are we like trying to crush your dreams? No. No. <laughs> in, in fact, dreams are a good thing. God gives us dreams and desires for a reason. But there is a danger in defining ourselves by those dreams and desires. We're going to talk a little bit about our personal experiences with that and also why this video came about, like the inspiration behind it. So um, several months ago, I mean, we're all in the middle of big life transitions right now. So I think we're all going to kind of talk about what that was for each of us. Yeah. Um, but around Christmas time, I personally was debating and I shared this in my last video, I think about like, I felt like I was being called to do youth ministry and I just didn't really know where to go with that. And so I was trying to like force it and try to make it happen um, in my parish where that's currently not a thing. And one of our other friends was sharing with us how she was reading the book, Pray Decide, Don't Worry by Father Mike Schmitz and Jackie and Bobby Angel. And at one point in the book, Father Mike Schmitz specifically said something along the lines of, I wrote it all down because I don't I didn't want to get it wrong. I'll never find fulfillment in any job because that comes from Christ. So our friend was reflecting on that a little bit more later in adoration. And she was journaling specifically, which is a great way to reflect and unpack things. Great form of prayer. And I'm going to read exactly what she wrote because it was golden. 
Choosing a different school or major won't fix the root of the problem. If I focus on God, his goodness will flow into every aspect of my life. If I'm missing God, I will start to find problems with every aspect of my life when there are none. So my focus is on him now. And that is just like so good because I think it's so true that like if you know or like believe in your heart and are at peace with the fact that like God has led you to a certain place, but then all of a sudden like you're starting to get restless in that place, it is so easy to stop naming all the blessings and like only finding the things that you don't like about the situation. So like for example, where I was at in December was I was still working at a coffee shop that employs people with special needs. And it's an amazing mission. It's such a great place, but there was this restlessness in me. It's like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be here right now. I know that God led me here, but like, I'm just tired. Like I'm just like ready to move on, but I had no idea what that meant. And so like in hindsight now, I see that like I only wanted to do youth ministry instead because I wanted I wanted to do something other than what I was doing and I was willing to do whatever it would be Mm -hmm. um, rather than like wait on the lead of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Do either of you have any thoughts on that quote before we move on to the next thing? Had anything come to mind about how sometimes it's easy? Oh, and sorry, along with that, like there were so, so many good things about working at the coffee house um and like so many amazing people I was meeting and just like really good experiences I was having there but just as soon as I started to get restless it became less about that and suddenly it was like oh I don't want to mop the floor again today or oh I don't want to do this again today rather than like Morgan why don't you count like three good things that happen to work rather than like just focus on the things that you didn't want to do um yeah so That was something she shared and something that we really appreciated. And sometimes like whenever you're so set on trying to like figure out God's plan, it's easy to like start thinking, oh, here's what I want to do. So like in my mind, it was youth ministry. So that's kind of like where we're going with this, with like the dreaming thing, because I think a lot of times when we're in high school or something and we're just like, well, you know, I have no idea what the frick to do with my life. And you're just <laughs> like, pick a major. <laughs> yeah. Like you might get the question, like, what is your dream job? Like, what do you, what do you want to do? Which is like a good question and an important question. Um, but at the same time, like no matter what your answer might be, to know that that's not going to define you because like some people, Um, like I know I have a really good friend from college who she wanted to get into the nursing program, but was not accepted. Like two years into college, like took all the classes, did all of the work, which I've never done. Like for nursing, it sounds terrible. So like, right. And so like in your mind, you're like, oh my gosh, I just wasted two years of my life. And what for? But like that sometimes is God's will. Or like, let's say that you really like want to be with a certain person and you like pour your heart out to them and they're just like (laughs) 
never oh felt goodness, friends. Yeah, just friends. <laughs> like, I've never felt that way about you. And then you're just like, dream is shattered because you're like, oh, I had this idea in mind for my future. And then it's just like torn away. So like, it's good to have dreams. It's good to note your desires, but also to like give them over to God because if they don't end up happening the way that you anticipated them happening to know that it's okay. And it's just because like, you can't see the bigger picture at this point. Um, but on the note of like asking or like whenever people ask you, like, what are your dreams? We were talking about this earlier. Like sometimes it is really good to go to family members or go to friends and be like, what do you see me doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, because like maybe what I have in mind for myself isn't actually like where I will best fit. Um, (laughs) but at the same time, like don't let that define you either. I was sharing with the girls right before this. Um, I had a really good friend in college and it was our senior year and he was just like all over the place, like vocation wise. And he's like, I think I might be called to be a priest, but I don't know. Like I've always wanted a wife and kids, but I don't know. Like I could see this going so many different ways. And he just came to me one day and he was like, Morgan, like you're one of my oldest friends in college. Like, I just want you to like look at my life objectively and tell me like, what do you see me doing? And he was like, and I want you to be totally honest. And I was like, honestly, I don't ever see you becoming a priest. Like, I just don't see you in that role or as a monk or as a brother or whatever. Like, I see you with your family. Like, you love your family. I see you having a wife and kids one day. Like, I can totally see that. And just for kicks, I was like, what do you see? What do you see me doing? (laughs) Because in, in my mind at that point, as I shared before, like, I was horse blinders on like going the sisterhood route and he just kind of looked at me and he was like well like don't get me wrong I think you'd make a great sister but I just really see you getting married like I can see that for you and at the time I'm just like boy no I've already just I've already started (laughs) boy boy is blind (laughs) like whatever I distinctly remember like where we had this conversation and everything like oh my gosh and I remember just in the back of my mind being like whatever but now like looking back it's like wow like this friend could see something in me that I couldn't at the time yeah I don't know if either of you have had experiences like that where you have like someone definitely call you out on something and you're just like oh huh or more like not necessarily in like a vocation type situation but like in a relationship type situation mm-hmm. can we talk about how, like the number of poor boys that i've been like <laughs> you date this guy and you're like and all of your friends are like megan like no no and then you like two years later you're like he wasn't even cute so i don't know why <laughs> We're not trying to call anybody out. No, at the same time, I'm not saying any names. None of you know them. Um, but yeah, so like definitely like if no matter what it is that you're like discerning for your future, like if someone else can like speak into your life, someone that you trust yeah. that like loves Jesus more yeah. than they love you, that is the, the that type of person that you really need to like speak into your life. Amen. 100% advice from Megan. <laughs> 100% advice from Megan. Career-wise for me, I always wanted to be like an anesthesiologist or a surgeon. I wanted to work in the health field, right? 
and uh-huh and so destiny doesn't like blood like that um, so i went from wanting to be a surgeon to like hey maybe i don't really want to touch the blood i'll just like put the person to sleep and don't then my aunt who has her doctorate in registered nursing and has her own practice she was like honey you're gonna have to sit there and look at it and i was like okay like i can do that for a few hours i just gotta go in and put them to sleep right she said no you gotta stay there all 12 13 hours and I was like but I want to help people because I've always done stuff whether it be with kids or I've always been like good with my hands so I've always wanted to help and I've been good in science and I thought I was good in math and then we took Cal 3 it's fine um so it's like it's like I was just like but I want to help people like in doctors my aunt was a nurse and I've had many doctors in my family so I'm just like I want to do that and they're like but that's not it's not find something but that's not it so I ended up doing biomedical engineering and I like to build things so I found something close to my heart because my little brother has a heart defect so I want to build a heart out of nanotechnology so I was like you gotta listen can't just be in the surgeon room without liking blood it's not, <laughs> it's not a thing nope and sometimes it just takes like a little slap in the face to be like oh this is, I didn't realize, and like, that's just how you learn. It's okay. Absolutely. Sometimes you just have no idea what you're getting into. Very true. Yeah, like we were 100%. talking about this too. Change, change is so good and necessary. Like, okay, did either of you ever change your major, or have you been like the same? I've actually been the same major the whole time. Okay. But I I've would, added. I would, I would like to say I had no idea what I was doing. Okay, so I'm majoring in chemical engineering. And I, like, thought that was going to be some sort of cool chemistry thing. Um, it's Girl. not. Like, it's, not. it's really not. Like, you take four chemistry classes, and it's not crazy or anything. Um, so Is it not? Orgo? I mean, it's not bad. Like, it's not. We're taking, like, 200-level chemistry level classes. Like, it's nothing crazy. So, like, I, mean, I really thought it was going to be, like, I really thought it was going to be, like, mixing chemicals. I don't know what I thought. Like, I thought it was going to be in a lab, which you can be, but 100% it's more, like, I don't know, like, looking at a process of something and, like, mm. that type of thing. And I do like it, but it is completely not what I thought it was going to be. Right. So I kind of, yeah. like, changed majors just because it was not what I was anticipating. <laughs> you thought you were going to be a chemistry major. Mm -hmm. just Right. Yeah, 100%. And you got, you were like, oh, this is what engineering uh, is. Yeah. That's so funny. But, like, it's true. Like, sometimes we get ourselves into things and we're just like, oh, honey child. <laughs> like, I, and so, so sometimes you might end up changing. Like, it might end up staying the same even though it wasn't at all what you thought it would be. But, like, for me, I only ever changed my major once. But it was because it was something totally unexpected and I was not okay with it. Like, so back to the whole, like, people telling you what you should be. I was, I've been told ever since I was little, like, you should be a teacher, you should be a teacher. And so I'm getting ready to move, as everyone knows. And that's why, like, so many decorations are gone in the background. And the other day, these two lovelies were helping me pack and <laughs> we were, like, going through all this, like, old crap out of my desk that I'm like, I just need to pitch it. No sentimentality here. But, like, literally one of the things was this little book that I wrote when I was 10 and I wrote my bio in it and everything. And it was like, when I grow up, I want to be a teacher, 
a pediatrician, marine biologist, a marine biologist, like, more or a writer slash novelist. Okay, so when both of them just like looked at me and said teacher at the same time, I was like, can we address the fact that I also wrote marine biologist? <laughs> like both of these things, like so different. Yes, yeah, not even, not even just, remotely the same commas, side of the brain. Commas apart. <laughs> That's it. Commas apart. And like still to this day, just because now at this point I have been a teacher. People keep looking at me like, why, why are you not a teacher? Why are you not still teaching? Well, I'll tell you why. Because when I was in college, again, as I've shared in some previous videos, like I thought I was supposed to be a teacher. And I, and honestly, it was because of one summer that I spent doing Totus Tuus, which is basically being a traveling missionary where you do a vacation Bible school, like at a different parish every week for the summer. And so I was teaching. Mm -hmm. But what I was actually doing was just telling children about oh, Jesus. Right. Like, and that's why I loved it so much. Whereas teaching involves lesson planning and yes. grading and discipline. And children. And, ch <laughs> and real children. <laughs> like, like 30 of them for a long time. 92 <laughs> middle schoolers. Like oh, it <laughs> was insane. I loved them and we had so much fun together. But like, I remember back in college when I was first, so the first semester I declared this was first semester junior year. Right. And like, I was okay. I was in different classes. I was like, we're going, we're good, whatever. But then when second semester came, oh my gosh, I started getting in methods classes where I had to teach things like math. And I had to teach <laughs> language arts teach yeah. and science. And Morgan learned very quickly having to write math lesson plans, we were miserable. And suddenly it wasn't about like teaching. It was, I just want to tell people about Jesus. Yeah. And yes, I can do that as a theology teacher, as like whatever. Um, but like the lesson planning is extensive. It's exhaustive. Like literally like I, I was just like, no, I'm tapping out. Like I switched my major to theology. It was great. And then when I actually was led to be a teacher last year, like the best way I can describe it, I felt like I was acting. Like it was great. I loved it. Like I gave a hundred percent, but it always felt like at the end of the day, I was kind of faking it. Like I just didn't feel like that's where I belonged. Kind of like if you're in a relationship where you're like, I know I really shouldn't be in this. Or when you're like, thinking about being an anesthesiologist and you're like, but I don't like blood. And you're just like, <laughs> one of these things just doesn't belong yeah, here. Yeah. And the thing was me. <laughs> I was like, I don't belong in a school, like traditional school setting yeah. as a teacher. Like even if my gifts are speaking to people about Jesus, that's a different gift y'all. That's preaching. <laughs> that's not yeah. teaching. And like literally, well, and like, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier. Like, yeah, it's not about like your purpose is less about what you're doing and more about how you're doing it. So Morgan's <laughs> purpose not is not to sit here and be a teacher. It's a, to share Jesus. Yes. So like the format can be in a religion class for a year or it can be here uh, or know. maybe on stage <laughs> one day. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, but, but for real, and yeah, that, that's why we were talking about. It's so important to just be 
open to whatever the Lord wants you to do because your deepest fulfillment and satisfaction comes from him alone. Oh, like, God. okay, where's the quote? It's so good. You are a child of God. This truth and this truth alone is where we should find our primary identity and worth. So everything else in your life, whether it's like your vocation. So like, let's say we all end up married one day. Yes. Like is our primary vocation to like be there for our husband, be there for our children. Yes. But like, ultimately it's like, we're doing this to serve God and like get ourselves and our spouse and our children to heaven. Um, or like career wise, like no matter what I'm doing now, what you guys do when you graduate, like no matter where life goes or like how often it changes, like hopefully whatever we're doing is always because we're wanting to help people and love, like love the Lord. And like, no matter what happens or like, um, other things that might be a part of, part of our lives or personalities, like becoming an aunt or becoming like a godmother or whatever, like all of those things are so good and special and like add to our lives, but they're secondary. They don't define us. Um, so that's something we were talking about earlier too, is that like, that's why there's no such thing as, well, I guess there is such a thing. (laughs) This is going to like undo the whole video title, but that's fine. (laughs) I guess there is such a thing as a dream job, but it's only ever going to be that a dream. Right? Yeah. Like, cause that's not where you're looking to find your worth, your value, your identity, but like, it's all about in God and something else that like, just really bothers me. I think our society like puts so much pressure on us to like define ourselves by what we do yes. because we're we define ourselves at 18. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I like to snap. Like yeah. I like to snap when people speak truth. Like we're yes. supposed like most snapping. people, like you're supposed to figure out at least where you're going to school or yeah. like what you're doing to for like job training or something by the time you graduate high school and then like have it really figured out by the time you're twenty two because you have a major. Yeah. And you're supposed to work in that field. Yeah. I don't know it's why. True. <laughs> and it's I, true, find but it, I find it interesting, like how I guess, like, as engineering majors, we kind of see in a, in a certain light, we're like, okay, if you're nursing, you're just, you're, you, you're at there, you're there. And then we're like number two. So for us, I feel like a lot of times when someone switches out of engineering, like, I found myself guilty of this. I'm just like, okay, could you just not, hang, like, can you just not hang with the big guys? Like, mm, you're not. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's like, everyone has a different phase in life. Like, there are professors that, wouldn't we wouldn't learn anything without them being professors like they're mm-hmm. teachers and there are people who like the person who works at mcdonald's serves me something to eat mm-hmm. so like everyone has has their worth and we just i feel like a lot of times i find myself being like well i'm above you because i'm in school for yes you. or even like within within like engineering as a whole like the college yes. like we'll sit here and like I am going to say this, but I do not mean this to be rude at all, okay? Are you about to say industrial? Yes. <laughs> I have no so, idea what any of this means. So, like, there, so there's different t- disciplines of engineering. Yes. She is biomed, like, more in the mechanical department. I'm in chemical. There's tons of different options, nuclear, electrical, <laughs> yeah. like, a whole bunch of different stuff. I could never do electrical engineering. More no, power no, to any electrical engineers watching this. But, 
like there's also industrial engineers and we always joke like they're the business majors of engineering which right. is not only putting down the industrial engineers but, but the, the entire business college <laughs> like and like we have to be real for a second like the business college has to exist we have to yes. have accountants like yes. <laughs> this has to be yes. a thing <laughs> why are you saying that no one except the accountants needs to be in the business schools <laughs> no i'm just that was the first one i thought of we need accounts, but everybody else in the business office is like the cat from the Lego movie who's just like business, business, business numbers. Is this working? <laughs> that was a joke at my college, but <laughs> but like there's a purpose to like like they have all of these degree options for a reason because they matter and like we need them. Like if we were all sitting here being chemical engineers, this world would be real weird. It'd and be real sad. Nobody having surgeries, okay? <laughs> So, or like, just social lives. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, if we were all engineers, it'd out. be real boring. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, like, the point is, um, everyone's important, and, like, yeah, we all have worth, and, like, we need to, like, kind of step off your high horse sometimes a little yeah. bit and be like, okay, yes. like, I could never sit down and have, like, a traditional desk job. I would hate it. Yes. So, like, mm-hmm. more power to anyone that has a desk job, because I couldn't do it. It yeah. would be awful. I would, like, kill myself within a year. It'd be bad. It would not be good. Couldn't handle it. Uh, Like, working from home has taught me that. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. Cry for help. (laughs) Like, don't ever get to a place where you feel so, like, desperate and miserable that you're not willing to make a change. Because, like, we were talking about this earlier as well. Like, I've heard the quote before, we're not human doings, we're human beings. Yeah. So... So often we define ourselves by what we do or like I was sharing with the girls, like I can be tempted sometimes to judge myself and my workload based on how much I produce in a set period of time. So sometimes I feel guilty. No one has said anything like this to me ever. I know it's a lie from the devil in my mind, but it's, it just like comes. It's like, really Morgan, like you make a video and a podcast once a week and you call that work. And it's just like, that's, so evil and like that's so mean because there's a lot that goes into it and there is a lot more and I don't need to try to justify it because it's a lie but like we do we tend to define things by standards that aren't good or godly at all um like Destiny was saying earlier what did you say you were like I tend or you discovered about yourself that you define things by like school yes which you were kind of saying a minute ago but I find my word in school like I have for how old am I 19 years of my life um because and it also goes with like something that I've learned after I graduated we see people who don't go to college as less than like oh, yeah, a lot of times and it's like why and it's like I wanted to go to college but a lot of times like I got accepted into some of the biggest schools and I remember being accepted in a whole bunch of schools with a whole bunch of scholarships and my mom like after i chose utk she was like you got accepted into harvard like i mean i wasn't paying for that but you got accepted into harvard and i was like yeah she's like why it was mit mit and everyone was like why don't you go to mit first of all mit is expensive and second of all (laughs) mit is not a, a conducive learning environment for me like, it's yeah. a great engineering school, but they have the highest suicide rate. And, like, I feel like I'm a strong person, but 
being in a place where everyone tears each other down, like you can't ask anyone for what was the homework that I missed because they'll give you the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm good with competition, but not with like cutthroat type situation. Yeah. And UT is amazing family-wise. We're, like, we're a collaborative Very much so. Like, you'll be like, hey, school. <laughs> hey, I got these notes, but you took these notes. So can I look at your notes? And you were in the same class, but everyone mm-hmm. thinks differently. Or even like, like one day, one of my friends, like she was like, she looked awful. I'm not, I'm just gonna, like she was terrible. (laughs) Like you could just tell she did not feel good. Turns out she had the flu. Mm. Um, so yeah, girl did not look good. If you ever had the flu, you know what I mean? And we were like, girl, like we'll send you our notes, go home. Like, and if you were at MIT, like that would not have been the situation. They would have been like, sucks. You better go to lecture, email the (laughs) professor. And like, I mean, yeah. I just like it's funny because you like found out a lot in December, and so did you. Yeah. So around October, November, I was like a lot. I when was fall? Whenever we had our career fair, God really just does amazing things. I'm not reliability <laughs> engineering. I'm not. I'm not mechanical. I was literally walking out of the career fair and I dropped a water bottle that I had gotten. <laughs> I dropped a water bottle and it rolled into like one of the, one of the booths. Or yeah, one yeah. of the booths for Mississippi Line. And I was not looking at them at all. I ha- mm-hmm. didn't know who they were. And nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> and so Dominic was sitting there and he just talked. He was just sat and he just talked to me. And we just talked. And at the end of it, he for was like, like an hour. For I was like, I was there. It was yes. like an hour. And I was like, who is this girl? Who is he talking to? <laughs> and it was the end of the fair. Everyone, every other booth had packed up by the time we had walked out. And Whoa. he didn't even, we were talking before he saw my resume. And then he, he asked it like as an aftermath as we were walking away. Hey, can I see your resume? And I was like, yeah. He said, do you have any interviews? I said, I have a few. Come in between this time and this time. And it was one of the, it was a class where I knew my teacher was not going to let me go anywhere because mm. it wasn't an engineering class. And I just talked to her and she was like, yeah, it's fine. And this is not a teacher mm-hmm. that's just nice. So God was just amazing. And that happened and Mr. French is amazing and he just kept calling mm-hmm. and I was I was dead set on I'm not leaving school like I'm not taking a semester off I have a lot going on I already feel like I'm not doing well this semester so why would I go somewhere that I'm far that I'm like not with my family that I don't know anyone there was just kind of like you said earlier we think of all the consequences and not what we can gain or not really just preying on analysis paralysis when you're scared to make a decision that you just don't yes and then it wasn't until november i I had chosen not to go on the uh tour or anything and then mr french was like i really just i called him the day that he was about to call another student to take this position and i was just like i kind of want to do it because the week the week before i had devotional group and we talked about what we find our worth in And I realized that I find my worth in school because I've excelled so much and I've done amazing things. And whenever I fail at school, I feel like I have failed at life. Mm -hmm. And that's not, and it's not until you draw that parallel that you're like, okay, why though? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, school is something that we, you know, we, it's something that we do for 18, 20, a lot of years of our life. Oh, yeah. And so 
it wasn't until I was like, but I have a whole family, like, and my family is rooted in God. So why, why do I find my my worth at school? And I just, I love my grandparents. Older elders like have the most amazing wisdom. So I was talking to my grandmother, and I was just like, if I dropped out of school tomorrow, what would you say? Like that was just my question because everyone has always been so big on me getting grades. I was like, if I dropped out of school tomorrow, what would you say? She would be like, and she said. I would, what am I supposed to say? I'm, I'm just trying to figure out if I need to bring my car or if your mom's coming to pick you up. Like, how are we moving all your crap? Cause you have a lot of clothes. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> That's <exactly>. true. <laughs> and shoes, it's a problem. <laughs> so once you, once I saw that, I was just like, so why, why am I so worried? Mm-hmm. Why am I, yeah. why am I so worried when it's a, it is something that your parents put on you, but it's also something that you put yourself. Yeah, it's something mm-hmm. that I found my worth in. And it, I prayed and I prayed. And God has really brought me amazing people since I've been up here. Oh, yeah, 100%. And he's grown me more than I would have grown in school. Like, oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're both from Tennessee and we're here in Missouri. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm seven hours from home, y'all. Yes. Like... <laughs> it's fine. So when I moved up here, I promise you, I moved up here June of last year and I literally knew my boss and one other person that works in the office. And then I went to dinner one time with some of the other people that, so I like met them once. That doesn't count. You don't know them. Like I literally didn't know anyone that lived in this town like at all. And I got here a week before every, all the other co-ops that were coming. So I literally didn't know anyone. <laughs> and like, here I am with this angel that just came yeah. to my apartment. Oh, like, we're neighbors. Did we already say that? <laughs> she, <laughs> like, she like left a note in my apartment door. Cutest story. But like, I would not have met Morgan if I she hadn't come up here. In my car. I know. I would not have met either of you if you hadn't come here. Like, you it's have no idea what God's going to do. Like, and then like, because I moved up here, I went to a conference that I 100% would not have gone to because I didn't even know it existed before I came here. Um, and at that conference, I like felt God call me into ministry. So like literally completely unrelated to engineering, like not even why I was coming. And like you expect to like, you know, get experience for mm-hmm, relationships right. when you come on co-op. But like I learned how to like be a real adult and like live by myself yes. and like pay bills and feed Hard. myself um, because really those are difficult things <laughs> and college doesn't count quite as much because you're just eating like ramen yeah. noodles all the time <laughs> so yeah so like I learned how to like be a real adult and like grow relationships out of literally nothing yeah. and yes. like then also gain experience and then freaking get a call to ministry because that's just yes and like like and like Megan was saying earlier, like she's currently still in her engineering program. Yes. That's why she's yeah. back for the summer. Now she's doing an internship. But like the way that another one of our friends put it whenever like Megan had first shared this with all of us and it was just so good. <laughs> she was like, so the same friend like had went to adoration and felt like the Lord kept putting on her heart before they were disciples, they were fishermen. Oh yeah. Like just because you might be called to do something in ministry, like maybe you're just called to do like something part-time now, like before Megan was before COVID and Megan (laughs) like had come here. You said that you were like helping with, it's not youth group. 
what was it called? Like you were we helping. Call, we with, call it student ministry. Yeah, um, you were helping with that yeah, in addition a, to your classes. I'm a ninth grade girl, small group leader. Love them the most. They're so cute, the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, like definitely, like being with them is like, like it's a it's a bigger investment than you think. It's way more than the two hours a week that you spend with them. Right. Like you are like there when a boy ricks up with them and you're there when their friend kisses their ex and it's all the things. And my great, I think I was uh-huh. my business. <laughs> that's a real Same. example. It was a whole thing. It was so fun. But, but that's neither. <laughs> the point is Megan serves yeah. in that way, even if it's as not like full time. Yeah. Well, as an engineer. Yeah. So, like, for for now, like, for me, my plan is to finish up my degree in chemical engineering, like, unless, like, God just closes a door and says, like, ha, ah, yeah, LOL, you thought, but... <laughs> Not for you. That's <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, like, at this point, it doesn't make sense for me to change majors, especially since I'm maybe considering student ministry. Yeah, this is all, like, maybe all up in my head. I have no idea what I'm right. doing. Let me just say that out loud for y'all. <laughs> um, but, Disclaimer. like... Uh, I like talked to my brother who is a civil engineer and his wife works in ministry. So I was mm-hmm. like, you're the perfect person to talk to. I trust you with my whole life anyway. Um, so I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, like you don't have to change majors to do, especially if you're thinking student ministry or something or like missions, right. like ministry is one of those weird places where your degree doesn't matter that much. Yes. So like, he was like, get a degree. People are going to respect the fact that you had the discipline to do that. And then like you have experience in other things. They're going to know you're a hard worker, at least if nothing else. Yeah. So I'm just chilling, just waiting for someone to tell me to course correct. <laughs> God. <laughs> Wait for God. Yeah. Or yeah. God through another person. Cause that, that's for yeah. real too. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but yeah, just to always be open because God will never lead you to something and not lead you through it. Yeah. And he is always going to send you signs or signals. Like I've recently heard me have talked about it on here before. Like there are three ways that God is going to speak to you. One is in the silence of your own heart. Um, at least for me, like when I'm in the Eucharistic presence of Jesus and he's really there, like whether it's mass or adoration, like our other friend who was like sharing the thoughts, like that's, that's when I'm like most able to hear him in that way in the Mm -hmm. silence, but also through people, like he's going to share like what you're called to do through people. Um, and then through scripture and through the word. So like, that's why it's so good to like dig in every day, dig in yes. that Bible. And like, even if it's just one verse you. Yes. every day, friends. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> Bible so good. Yes. Again. Yeah. Yes. Um, and to just really be open and to listen and maybe ask yourself today, like, where are my dreams defining me? Like maybe that is a job. Maybe, maybe that is a career or what have you. I know that just last week I was talking with another good friend from high school and someone again, well-meaning in her family loves him to death, but he was kind of harping on her about not being in school because she had gone to a community college, but then um, had left it and started working in a restaurant and is like so happy. Like she's, great like literally amazing and loves her life and like at this point has no plans to do anything other otherwise in the near future and like it just really bothers her that he like keeps getting on her back about going back to school and she's like I don't want to so it's like where 
where are those little parts of your heart um like we've all shared and especially like destiny saying like you know school was where she was finding her worth a lot like is that true for you like do you feel pressure from society from yourself from your family because those aren't the things that you're trying to please like if you're really trying to please God and he asks you to work in a restaurant, a coffee shop or what have you like, then that is where you're best going to serve him and glorify him and find deep fulfillment and satisfaction actually, because that's where the peace will be. Um, so like stick with the peace, always stick with the peace because that's how you know that the Lord is leading you. So we hope that helps shed a little light on the subject of Or at least you dreams. know that you're not alone at this yeah. point. Yes. So. <laughs> if you relate to any of those things, like please comment yeah. below and yes. be like, here's how this was helpful because that's what we're here for. Like just trying to share our stories in the hopes that they help yeah, somebody absolutely. else. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.